Whose lives are you intending to serve and impact in the year ahead? Who are the people whose lives you're intending to serve and impact in the year ahead? Moses was a fugitive on the run when he left Egypt at age 40. Born to be a prince, he ended up murdering someone instead. His life should have been over, but God had a different outcome in mind. After he fled Egypt, the next 40 years of Moses' life would be spent in the wilderness where he would find a wife and have children. He became a shepherd, taking care of his father-in-law's flocks as well as his own. It was here in this dry, arid place where Moses would learn how to, how to be resourceful in order to care for his family, providing things like food, clothing, and shelter, water for both them and their flocks, as well as defending and protecting them from any and all threats. It was in the wilderness where Moses would learn what it meant to serve others and understand how his servant leadership impacted the lives of those under his care. It would also seem like Moses was content to live out the rest of his life in exile as a shepherd taking care of his family and flocks in the wilderness. He left his old life in Egypt as a fugitive, along with his shattered hopes and dreams. That life was now over, or so he thought. But then God captured Moses' attention through a burning bush. He called him by name. God did this to resurrect what would have been a shattered hope or broken dream in Moses' mind. And this encounter with God would not only change the course of his life, but also position Moses to serve and impact millions of people he never would have thought or imagined. What can we learn from Moses' encounter with God about the people whose lives God is uniquely calling each of us to serve and impact? Whose lives are you intending to serve and impact in the year ahead? We're going to talk about this a little bit more in just a moment, but let me first welcome our new listeners to, to the podcast. I'm Yancy Valdez. Welcome to the Deepen Your Faith, Renew Your Life podcast. You know how every morning there are people waking up discouraged because they're often overburdened with fear, worry, stress, self-doubt, and frustration about where their life is at and where it's headed? The good news is God can change all that. God knows how to turn things around when life has gone sideways, for with God, all things are possible. This is why we're passionate about helping people deepen their faith in God so that they can win the battle over their discouragement and experience a renewal in their lives they never thought possible. If you like the message of hope we're trying to share with others and would like to support the work we're doing, you can certainly do that by hitting the like button and subscribing to this podcast. You can also support us by leaving a kind word or review in the comments section or by sharing this podcast with a friend or loved one who may need an encouraging word today. Now, getting back to the subject at hand, what can we learn from Moses' encounter with God about the people whose lives God is uniquely calling each of us to serve and impact? The Bible tells us that during Moses' exile in the wilderness, in Exodus chapter 2, verses 23 to 25, that years passed and the king of Egypt died. But the Israelites continued to groan under their burden of slavery. They cried out for help, and their cry rose up to God. God heard their groaning, and he remembered his covenant promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He looked down on the people of Israel and knew it was time to act. We don't always understand God's timing, but what we do know from this passage, passage above is that God is moved by the prayers of his people. Their cry for help caught God's attention. 
when he heard their cry, it caused God to remember his covenant promise with their forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And when he looked down upon their affliction, it became God's timing to do something about it. Their story continues in Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 to 5. One day, Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led the, the flock far into the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. There, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of a burning bush. Moses stared in amazement. Though the bush was engulfed in flames, it didn't burn up. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. Why isn't that bush burning up? I must go see it. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the middle of the bush, Moses, Moses, here I am, Moses replied. Do not come any closer, the Lord warned. Take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. God used a bush that was burning in an unusual way to capture Moses' attention. The bush was engulfed in flames, but it wasn't burning up. Moses was so captured by this amazing sight, he couldn't just walk away. He had to go and investigate why the bush was burning in such an unusual way. God's vision and plan to deliver his people from their slavery and bondage in Egypt was about to be revealed. But notice, it was only after Moses drew near to take a closer look that God called Moses by name. Had Moses not been captured by what he was seeing and curious enough to draw near to take a closer look, this story could have very well turned out differently. The interesting thing here is that God didn't just want to capture Moses' attention with the burning bush. God wanted Moses to capture the renewed vision God had to deliver his people from their slavery and bondage in Egypt, a vision in which Moses was being called to play an integral part in. God called Moses to give him his undivided attention. God said to Moses in Exodus chapter 3, verses 9 to 10, Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me, and I have seen how harshly the Egyptians abused them. Now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people, Israel, out of Egypt. What we learn here in this passage above is that Moses' calling to serve and impact a specific group of people was predicated on two things. Number one, God heard their prayers. And number two, he saw their affliction. Because of these two things, God then says to Moses, now go, for I am sending you. Let me encourage you today. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. If you want to be intentional about serving and impacting the lives of those the Lord has called you to, start praying for them now and asking God for an anointing to better serve and impact their lives. Knock on God's door often, pleading with him to prepare you for those divine appointments he has already ordained with those whom he has heard their prayers, seen their affliction, and sending you to be a gift and blessing in their lives. When we use the gifts God has given us to serve each other well, not only do we honor him and his word, but we can also expect him to put us in places to better serve and impact people whose lives he desires to, to divinely touch through our lives. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, you are the God who makes all things new. 
You know how to resurrect shattered hopes and broken dreams. You breathe life into new things from what we thought were long dead and forgotten. You remind us that no matter where we may, we may be at in our journey today, there are people whose lives you have called us to serve and impact, people whose lives you want to personally touch through our lives. Lord, grant unto us the grace to use our God-given gifts to serve each other well. Give us a genuine desire to add value to people's lives, especially to those whom you have heard their prayer, seen their affliction, and sending us to on your behalf. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. We could not do what we are doing without the friendship and generous support of our listeners and prayer partners. In the short amount of time we've been doing this, already this podcast has reached and been downloaded in six different countries on three different continents across the globe. Your friendship and support is what's making it all possible to share the hope of Jesus with people all over the world. Again, thank you so much. If you liked what you heard today and would like to help us continue to provide great content for listeners everywhere, please visit us at deepenyourfaithrenewyourlife.com to get more information about the show, episodes, and ways to support it. Consider also supporting this podcast with a monthly subscription through our Buzzsprout link in the, the podcast page attached to this episode. You can also support us with ratings, kind words, and sharing this podcast with friends and loved ones. Thanks again for your friendship and support. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon.